Hey guys, yeah, I know, you know, you're expecting part five of Alex's mini mysteries and you're going to get it next week. We had some emergencies happen behind the scenes that is forcing us to take this particular week off. Uh, don't worry, nothing like life threatening or anything, but just things that we cannot avoid and have to take care of. So um, we'll be back next week as we are able to find time to get together and finish off this insane five parter that Alex has started. And I am just as curious to know what the hell this last episode is going to be just as much as you. Until then, please enjoy a Minisode compilation, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Every time, <laughs> well, terrible. <laughs> to our Every time, episode fifty-six. Oh. With special guest Mike Reparez. Yeah, What's Michael Reparez. Good to meet you. Thank you for having Good me on you again. Second time. Yep. Over on Patreon.com/slash/SchlumenAniPod. This one's. Uh, this is the mini show after the show where we talk about crazy news, reader stories, and other crazy stuff. I'm not sure what everybody else brought, but I'm going to rant real quick. So the government UAP report <laughs> finally been dropped. Waiting for this all week. My God, damn it, <laughs> man! Jumped yeah. right exactly what we happened. expected it to be. So first of all, the public only got a nine-page brief summary of the actual ninety-plus-page report that the Congress and Senate got, and the report TLDR says they go. We can't say it's aliens. We can't say it's not aliens. Out of the 144 reports in here, 143 we can't explain. And that's basically all we got. What did I tell you? What did I? We're never going to find out, man. There's no one. Mitt Romney went on CNN today and actually uh, talked to was Jake Tapper, I think it was. And he basically says he doesn't believe that it is from another government. But whatever it is, don't worry about it because Russia and China are our real threats. So whatever these are. Don't worry about it. But he doesn't believe that they're from a foreign government. Can I just look? Let me just remind everyone what I said before when that general was on TV and he literally said, it doesn't matter what they are. The United States government always has to treat them as if they are from Russia or China because they are a threat no matter what, because we don't know what they are. And that's just that's the truth of it. We'll never you're not going to find out. And let me just say, I I feel like no matter what, I mean, like, isn't it? It doesn't. You know what? It doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> wait, not, wait, wait, wait. it's not. Nothing's gonna happen. I was gonna be like, isn't it eh, suspicious? But it's not suspicious because nothing's gonna happen. It doesn't matter. It's never gonna. It's not anything that will ever be just told what it is. So no, it's, not the government will never tell us. Yeah, I don't know why you would worry about it. I'm gonna, we will never know what they actually know, what they have. Do they have any piece of craft? Do they have any fucking actual biological material? It's we, not in we'll their interest. Know. They'll never tell it's us. It's probably so way more boring than any of us suspect. They're like, yeah, exactly. no, some lights in the sky. Who knows? We don't want to yeah. seem I mean, like idiots, so we don't tell anybody. <laughs> It, yeah. They can't figure it out. Like yeah. they just don't know what it is, and that kind of. But the other thing that the the what we got anyway out of that report is that they're they're once again they're putting more money into a research organization that's going to look into these even further. But again, it's 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 that situation where it's just like they can't explain it. There's no way they can make sense of it, and so they were just left shrugging our shoulders. I don't want to spoil how that's going to end, but they're going to be like, <laughs> we don't, we can't say, we don't know. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, according to that Reddit post. From uh, 
you know, seven oh, yeah. years throw ago. Yeah, throw Whalian. There's still there's still a couple weeks to go before they make their contact. July eighteenth, so, supposedly. Yeah, July eighteenth. Oh, okay. I don't think it's gonna happen. Get but, ready for those who believe in throwaway I Reddit mean, posts. I guess I'm I'm happy that they, they the government didn't come out and just go definitely not aliens. They basically said we don't know, which is nice at the very least. That's a step in the right direction. Keep a little is, flame alive. Yeah, it keeps the flame alive. But also because I don't know if I would. It's such a weird place to be like short of just seeing a UFO straight up land in like a football field. Like the government will never fully like acknowledge what the fuck's going on. And I don't know if they genuinely don't know if they actually know. I I haven't talked to my dad about it yet. He was really staking a lot on this, uh, on this disclosure situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was really, he's been hype about it all year. He's like, these two big things are Loki and the report. So (laughs) Loki's great. (laughs) I I will say it is nice to see government officials now talking in more serious tones that are not laughing about it and are more like, okay, yeah, these things are around. We don't know what they are. We're trying to figure it out. But you know, for years it was even just like laugh that off. It was just like for years they denied that on, on, on media and it was like, it's all fake. No, 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 no. But now we know at least they're primarily coming out and saying, Hey, yeah, we don't know what they are. So it's a step. I guess like Hillary or Obama or somebody go on like, some show and they're like, oh, we know a lot more than you do. Trust me. Yeah. Like there's Obama a lot more. For a- Obama did it like within the past couple of years. Like a few people have done it recently. They're just like, yeah, we know things, but we can't share it with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they know like we saw a thing and this is what it did. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they know all that stuff, but I, there's no way they can say if it was an enemy, like this is the inherent problem with all this. If it's enemy tech admitting that you don't know what it is shows weakness. But if it's something outside of like, <laughs> you know the, the, our comprehension then that also shows like we are woefully ill prepared for that but also if it's something that's ours saying like oh we don't know wink is also an option sure hmm. i guess but the way those things move just don't obey the laws of physics which is why it's hard for me to swallow that it's even our tech i saw some conspiracy theory video about this lady uh scientist who like who like uh, discovered some sort of like anti-gravity technology and she disappeared and all this weird stuff. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know if there's like maybe like some country that just like got this research and like figured it out and they're doing some kind of insane anti-gravity stuff. I don't know, but there there's, there's all kinds of uh, conspiracy theories out there about it. Let me just really quickly put this out there as sort of a, for when Mathis is like, that doesn't look like any tech we have. Um, lately, in the last 20 years, boy, electric cars have been a cool thing. Uh, but also, electric cars were being developed in the 80s and in the 70s yeah. and in the 50s. And technically, in the early 1900s, people were creating electric cars. And it's been around for a while. And it was fossil fuel that prevented them from existing. It was the gas companies that were like, nah, let's let's oh, yeah. let's go. A hundred percent. All I'm saying is there's the potential for all sorts of things we don't quite understand because we're not allowed to understand them for myriad of reasons that we aren't even thinking about right now. You think so big wheels keeping them down? I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I'm, if, if, if we have technology that can move the way those things are moving at a force in a G force that should kill humans if they're sitting in the cockpit then we should like no world war should scare us 
because we should be able to dominate them no matter what. All, all I'm saying is, China has it. Ask why we don't have flying cars right now. Besides, no, yeah, besides, <laughs> like, just think about, think of the logistics of how Cyberpunk, like, Cyberpunk 2077 was not a video game. It was the vision of our future. I'm just saying, like, like, think of the logistics of flying cars. Where are the stoplights? Where are the lanes? How does that oh, work? Yeah. What is the height? What happens if one crashes? Like that alone is a pain in the ass. So I'm sure if there's someone who has a flying anything to like, let's keep it to like three, three. Should we do three? And like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you got, I'm Jesse? Oh, get ready for this. I'm about to take us to a weird place. All right. Vanillin is the compound that carries the smell and taste of vanilla, right? It seems pretty obvious. And it can be extracted extracted naturally from vanilla beans, or it's made synthetically. About 85% of all of vanillin is currently made from chemicals, which, you know, mostly are fossil fuels. Well, it is now a problem that the world has because you know everything from vanilla scented candles to vanilla this vanilla that it's one of the most popular scents in the world it is one of the most popular tastes in the world and the demand is far exceeding the supply of vanilla beans so scientists have resorted to just producing synthetic vanilla or in this case vanillin well This is my favorite story of the week. Researchers just decided, why don't we, there are all these plastic bottles around. Why don't we break down the plastic bottles into vanillin? And so that's what they're doing. They're using plastic bottles to create vanilla. Huh. Imagine if that solves like pollution somehow. (laughs) Synthetic vanilla is like simultaneously a very exciting idea and one of the most boring things I've ever heard. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All I can all I can think of is those white tootsie rolls. You know what I'm talking about? Oh (laughs) god, yes, yes, Yes. god. Basically, tootsie rolls. Basically, Mm -hmm. scientists and these researchers engineered uh, bacteria with this. Terra flactic, whatever the hell this, this kind of acid. And they, you know, heated it up to about 99 degrees and then just let it do its thing. And it converted 79% of the, the, the like trash refuse into vanillin. It's crazy. Yeah. They're like, this could help with the global plastic crisis because we are straight up just going to like turn stuff into vanilla, which is so crazy. That's the thing they're doing is vanilla, which, you know, it's again, one of the most favored scents, most favorite anything. And so, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not going to stick it in like vanilla extract. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen, but you know, (laughs) the vanilla scent when you light your candles, yeah, that's what you're going to have the vanilla on your air freshener. That's that it isn't real vanilla, but it's like synthetic. And that's what most people are into. And that's what they're going to do. And that's the plan is they're going to try. They said that um, uh, about one million plastic bottles are sold every minute around the world and only 14 percent are recycled. So yeah. they're like, mm. we need to do something Damn. with these. Let's turn them into vanilla. 
Yeah. And that's well, my uh, that's, little thing for the week. On top of that, there have been all those stories about how like oh, plastic recycling is basically kind of a scam now because China has stopped uh, taking all of our plastic to recycles. And a lot of it is ending up in landfills, even if it's been, you know, earmarked for recycling. So, yeah, that's that's great potential news until we hear out until we hear that it uh, releases some kind of toxic phthalate chemicals or whatever <laughs> or some lobbyists takes but until it out that of time vanilla yep. for everybody world, and we're just living in yeah. it i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna scent my radium watch with vanilla <laughs> <laughs> we're just it's we just become like a society that's just like how fallout became like a society that's like gone except instead of like nuclear power everywhere it's just all like vanilla shit everywhere yes yes scented power supply yeah vanilla like, planet like, that's <laughs> just terrible. Anyway, <laughs> here's what I have for you today. Uh, Michael has a listener story, so I'm going to just knock out my new stuff. I want to shout out The Guardian this week for the fucking wildest headlines of the week. First one that I saw that caught my eye was called Fire Monks Preparing to Defend California Monastery from Blaze, uh, which was a wild thing to read after reading it it just turns out that there's like it's a monastery that they you know they have like a they have like a sprinkler system called dharma rain that's like actually like a that sounds like someone from lost by the way Mm. yeah it's a system that like wets the area around the temple so that they don't like if there's a wildfire it it doesn't burn down so actually quite a mundane explanation in this specific case but fire monks preparing to defend california monastery from blaze was a killer headline but then we got the headline uh massive human head in chinese well forces scientists to rethink evolution dragon Uh, man Dragon Man. that's absolutely right and the craziest thing about dragon man other than the fact that he has a 15 centimeter skull that's like Big the, the 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 quote from the quote from one of the scientists was just like this dude has a huge head, which is a hilarious <laughs> quote. Uh, apparently, it has ample ample room for the brain. People are thinking like we've seen a couple samples like this now. They want to call it uh, they want to call it Homo longi uh, from right. the Chinese word <laughs> long, which means dragon or long guy. Um, and this apparently is now they're like, it wasn't Neanderthals that became Homo sapiens. It was Homo longi. And uh, the craziest thing is that actually this skull that we're talking about today was actually discovered in 1933 by a construction worker who was building a bridge on the Songhua River running through Harban in Heilongjiang province, which is the Black Dragon River, which is why he's called the Dragon Man. Uh, but at the time in 1933, This Chinese city was under Japanese occupation. And so the Chinese guy who found it thought it would be valuable and smuggled it out of his work and like wrapped it up in like stuff and like hid it down in a well for 80 years. And then he revealed it on his deathbed to his family. Now we're now we have it. So that's the dragon man. He's got a chill face. He looks kind of like uh some type enormous of enormous brow ridge he, like he has a big ass head so he just looks like a troll doll like he just like he looks like he has that like weird face shape that they have like that weird 80s troll shape <laughs> but like man what a wild thing like such a huge sea change in uh human evolution theory if that's like a real thing it's like a huge difference in what we've been taught since we were it's like the biggest thing since pluto 
uh, if you think if you think about it that way, since we lost Pluto or gained him again, I don't even remember where we landed on Pluto as a planetoid or a planet. Big one. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, but to close this out, Michael's got a listener story that we got from user Food Slut 88, Ooh, which is a great yes. username. Yes, Thank you. This is this is titled The Green Flash in the Sky. Short story. Sorry, I'm on mobile. I have had a handful <laughs> of strange things. It's important to read the whole thing. I've had a handful of strange things happen to me. For some reason, even after the strange prophetic dream, the things that just don't make sense and the stories I've heard from others, I'm still very skeptical. The odd thing about all these things I've seen or had happen to me, I don't seem to remember them well. Then something I will hear or just remember will flip a switch and I will remember. Well, listening to the podcast flipped a switch. It was about three years ago on a Thursday night in summer. I was 23 Mm. I had eaten, gotten my disabled mother to bed. I more than likely had made myself some tea, coffee, or just shoved a Red Bull in my bag, and probably a beer too. Like normal, I was running late to D&D night, but I didn't care. The garage we played in was a block from my house, and I would definitely not be the last one to get there. I double-checked my mom would be comfortable for at least an hour or two, and laced up my high-heeled Doc Martens and walked my way over. <laughs> what? What? This is a my great high-heeled Doc Martens? Great mental image, great table setting. I love this. I went out my front door, turned left to go west to the end of my block, then turned north, crossing over the street to get to my DM's place. It was a lovely night. The air was nice and cool compared to the day. Just kind of how it works here in Colorado. After texting my DM that I was two houses away and to just chill, I put my phone away. I was kind of looking around being a small woman on a poorly lit street. You don't let your guard down, even when you've known the street you're on for your whole life. Then off to my left, I saw a big green light falling. This was summer. There were no clouds and it wasn't around the fourth at all. I turned to watch it. It looked like a firework falling from the sky instead of ascending. There was no sound from it, no pops, no whistles, no bangs, just a falling green fire. I have seen meteor showers before. I know what space rocks skipping off the atmosphere looks like, and that comes close, but I've never seen them green or that big before. Two things I find very strange. The first is that I didn't stop and stare. I will stop to look at a dog, a car accident, someone who's kind of hot. I am the person who will just stare. The second... (laughs) (laughs) Is that I didn't tell anyone when I plopped down in my seat when I got there. I just pulled out my dice box and books. We just chatted till the last one or two players showed up. Apparently, the big green flash in the sky wasn't important enough to tell anyone. I'm a big mouth. I will tell you about anything and everything that happened to myself that day, but I didn't bring up the light even once. I don't think I told anyone in my D&D group. I'll have to check with them next Monday to see if I just forgot. Uh, lastly, I was sober. I didn't have anything to drink or smoke before I got there. Leaving was a different story. I know I didn't even have a sip of beer before I left. I know that barium green falling light wasn't a hallucination or brought on by anything I had taken or been given. I have a decent knowledge of drugs due to experimentation and the awful times I've been drugged at bars. I, I think I have said that with more gravitas. <laughs> That's a terrible right. thing. To, <laughs> didn't you see that one? Coming, Jesus Christ. Um, I was fine, just barfed on a hood of a cab in New Zealand, and the other times my Been friends there, got man. me home Been safe there. and sound. Sure. Uh, I just don't know what it was. Maybe space junk falling to Earth. I'm mostly amazed I didn't even break stride. I didn't even stop, let alone sprint to the garage, tall heels be damned, and tell everyone what I saw. 
That is one of the few oddities I've had happen. Feel free to read it on the podcast. If I have the energy to remember more weird things, I'll write them up. Now that I've called this the green flash in the sky, I now must listen to Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds from 1978. (laughs) Fantastic album, by the way. And hope that I didn't see the green light on the 12th of August. Cheers. I mean, that's a pretty standard kind of UFO uh, sight in the sky. I believe you. I believe that you weren't drunk or high. You know, sometimes your imagination can get away from you, but... I don't think it was. I think you saw something mm-hmm. that night. I believe you, food slut eighty-eight. What do we think about a? What do we think about a flare? That's possible. Sig- like somebody popped a flare off. Like if I didn't see the front half of the of a signal flare going up, and then I, I just turned and it was falling from the sky. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I don't know what a flare fucking looks like IRL. I have never seen like a flare in, in person before. It's a it's a know. quite gentle. It's a quite gentle descent on a flare. Is it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess, you know, at night where it's hard to see perspective properly, you know, it might be, I could see that possibly being something that maybe they caught. What do you think about the, what do you think about the memory? Like, what what do you think about the unwillingness to share? Mm, I mean, mean, you know, there there are certain times you see things like, just think, huh, that's weird. And then you forget about them until later. (laughs) That's true. Or yeah. mind control. Mm. Just put it out there. Yeah, alien mind control. I mean, honestly, I think, mind I think what happened is that like a few miles away from her, there was a crash site and someone happened upon it and began speaking an oath with the words in black, in brightest day, in blackest <laughs> night, no evil shall escape my sight. A <laughs> uh, green rock might be. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the green power. stone. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what I'm it saying. It could be. It could be the uh, very same stone. Who knows mm-hmm. how that someone story will end or this really one. hard. oh well that's it for us on this particular chill mini thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next week my little uh, chaluminati's over here on patreon and hey if you haven't go to chaluminatipod.com get your live show tickets now before they sell out uh october 26th out in la um we'll be doing that and there'll be uh, another show on the 28th that's october uh, 26th 2021 let us know if this if this if this show has happened by the time you're listening to this on YouTube when we finally put this out for everybody to hear. God, it'll be at least a year from now. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't said, I haven't asked in a while. If you're listening to this on YouTube after the fact, when we've put it out for everybody, let us know what's going on in your life. Find me, be like, Hey, I'm listening to the, the, uh, green flash in the sky episode. Let me know. I want to know. Yeah. I want to hear, make sure every, hope everything's going well in your life. Uh, that's it for us. We'll be back next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, my little Chilluminauts, and welcome oh. back uh, to the Chill Mini episode 56. Hello, what's up? And uh, welcome back, Michael, for uh, thanks for hanging out with us for a little extra. Thank you for that, inviting me. That two that two parter that left us all satisfied. <laughs> yes, totally. Totally sad. No <laughs> questions left unanswered. <laughs> I feel Everything. Like, I feel like sometimes you just got to have a scandal. <gasps> you, you know what I mean? What? Sometimes you just got to start a scandal. You just got to have a little. You got to start a scandal. You got to rile everybody up every once in a while. That's how you get us canceled, dude. <laughs> You're going to start a scandal and it's going to get us. I don't want to be a part of a scandal. Can I be part of yeah, like a. It's, you know, it's just a, it's just a, it's a furrer. It's a murmur. I don't want to be a part of. It's a I don't want to be a part of any firmers. None of a that. Merger. All right. Well, get your stories ready. I'm going to be nice and quick. Hey, guys. <laughs> Bigfoot was once again. Not only caught on False. camera, but it became a viral TikTok video. 
Was it like one of those dancing Bigfoots? Like, look who's in the corner no, no, of my no. bed. And Bigfoot's I'm like, link you the article. Bam, bam. It's, it's a YouTube video right in the front of the article that's already queued up at the time for Shut when you're going to see B- Bigfoot in the background. You know this is uh, this is some good stuff. Shut so, up! I can't wait. You're gonna see him in the back. Oh, there he is! And there he goes. <laughs> there he goes, dude. It's good. <laughs> do we like it? <laughs> do you? I, I, they do a slow mo after. I, what do you think? All right. Here's the truth. It is perfectly dark enough to be visible in that split frame, and no animal. <laughs> a couple frames no are. animal no nothing that lives in a forest like that is going to be that dark compared to the rest of the forest like natural selection see, would have on. taken go those to... dudes out long ago because they're so dark yeah, good point that they would have been visible no, to like no, hunters don't you, don't you get or don't, you're not allowed on his side <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying science proves that it's so it's like pitch black pause it pause it at 48 seconds okay that's where you're gonna get your best view of it maybe 49 um oh like yeah the, he's loping good, are you kidding me look at him He's loping through those trees. It is it's not as good as it's not as good as the Patterson Gimlin, but it is. It has <laughs> it's the, the same body shape that we've got. All Again, right? too it's dark. The, he's too. He's too, his fur is too dark for him to be <laughs> of natural to that area. What, what if he's like uh, from Predator? Like maybe he's just trying to lower his heat for the sensors. For the sensors, he's going pretty quick, man. He's keeping up. So with that is easy to be detected on this. This video being angled directly at where this thing would be walking. <laughs> maybe that's just a short sliver of the uh, listen all right bigfoot is on camera you're okay, telling you're telling like i can't it, why are they filming this this one direction i mean they're trying to get the driver maybe they asked him a question or something and then they know. decide it's, to it's film like, directly out the windshield and not the actual driver responding well they're at the windshield and then they turn i think the yeah the only thing that's weird about it for me is that it like turns to the driver yeah. Then you see Bigfoot. But like, you know, wouldn't that be how it happens? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's definitely Bigfoot, but you never know. Bigfoot most certainly Bigfoot not is in the zeitgeist right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it's happened, but somehow, you know how sometimes, you know, all of a sudden there's two movies about Truman Capote at one time. I feel like right now there's like a everybody's thinking about Bigfoots. I don't know why. I, it happened to me. I'm thinking about Bigfoots. I think it's happening. I just mentioned it randomly in uh, like the 100th Chiluminati episode as like a joke. I mentioned the Bigfoot. And then it's it's just been Bigfoot after Bigfoot. It's just that we just have that kind of influence now. What can you say? Yeah. You just dominate the, the Bigfoot world. The Chiluminati bump? Yeah, it's that Chiluminati bump. All right. Who's taking it away next for me? Because that's all I brought today. Bigfoot was seen on camera. Very believable. Whoever wants to take it from me, you may. Uh, okay. Well, I have one that's just kind of like, I like this because it's crazy that it happened because uh, there's a screenshot of it. Uh, I hope it's a real screenshot, but the thing really did happen. This is like an article on CNN. I'll give you the, I'll give you the link so you guys can see the screenshot. But apparently for four days, a dude in Louisiana got $50 billion deposited into his bank account. Holy crap. Just $50 billion were, were put in. And uh, there, you can even see there's like, a, there's like a little pic of his phone and the, the money being removed from his account, the $50 billion. Uh, and uh, 
nobody knows how it happened. This kind of goes along with the other thing that I was talking about the other day, which is like my new thing that I obsess over is like things that are going wrong that we don't know anything about. Like we basically the other day, uh, I did a, I did one about a, a two grenades that went missing from a pack of grenades that were taken off yeah. of a, off of a train. Like somebody found a bag with a box of grenades in it in their backyard. And two of them were never recovered. Like what happened to those two grenades? Uh, and one time, uh, like some guys did like a m- mysterious late night sniper assault on the power grid and like blew out the power to one area, just like really efficiently with like a two man crew. Like, Stuff like that to me is like the dark side of this type of line of thinking about stuff. It's like, you know, obviously I'm not too concerned with whether stuff is true or false. I think it's just interesting to examine what, what kind of stories we tell each other. Right. Uh, hence the green stone. But like, I feel like, you know, there's something weird about that, right? Like things being tested, things like little weird mistakes here and there. It's like the plot of like a Doctor Who episode or something about like slowly an alien taking over. Like, for example, um, or I mean, I guess this is not really an example, but like in this news story, it says that the last time that something big like this happened with a lot of money, it was much less money. Like $50 billion is totally crazy. But in 2019, a couple in Pennsylvania got in trouble. They faced felony theft charges because they got $125,000 dropped into their bank. And they just like, you know, didn't say anything and just like spent it. Right. But my thought is like, you know, is whose fault is that? Like that whole, that whole like element of behavior and like where, like if you're, if your system tells you you have money, like, don't you have that money? I don't know. Like, I, it, it's it, it's weird to me. Like, if, if it's definitely a, a gray area, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, slowly, not legally, because, you know, which side well, has yeah. the money to retain a bunch of lawyers and write legislation? Yeah. <laughs> but, right. But I mean, For like, sure. yeah, if you dropped one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and someone else picked it up, like they would they be on the hook for theft charges if they didn't go, Hey, whose is this? It's not mine. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, or what if every, what if a company put a lot less in a lot of people's accounts? Like what if, what if a company put a thousand dollars in everybody's accounts and they just all spent it. And then they were like, Hey, we need that back. Or you could subscribe to Netflix for 10 years each and we're good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like there's just weird, like people being manipulated by giant forces that we can't control energy going on. And, uh, you know, it's paranoid, it's paranoid thinking, but it's like, Hmm. it's really weird. It's stuff that weirds me out. It's the stuff that I actually do think about when I'm watching scary videos at night. Freaks me out. Who take it? Oh, well, who wants to take it? I'll do I'll just really quickly. Hey. Um, earlier this week, I was talking with a, a dear friend of mine about, you know, weird factoids. And he brought up the fact that, uh, the liver can regenerate like your, your liver. Like, of course you can drink too much or you can have too much Tylenol or whatever, but overall the liver is the only part of your body that can regenerate like fully back. So you can give your liver to someone else and then grow another one within a full year, like a complete full liver. Um, and I, I brought up a whole thing about like, well, 
why don't we study that and figure out how to use that for the rest of the human body? And uh, apparently the real reason is because it's very much like the way cancer cells grow and that the liver is regulated and, you know, it's complex to like regulate regeneration. And so the difference between like a growing back healthy liver and then like a cancer cell is, you know, a razor thin line. So that's one of those things that scientists are trying to figure out anyway. This took me on like a deep dive into the world of regeneration and renewal and all sorts of stuff like that. Cause it's like, man, the body's super interesting. Turns out that recently there was a study that, uh, this is from the 23rd of June that apparently Columbia university's, uh, college of physicians and surgeons has a study about, you know, going gray. Right. And your body and aging and all that stuff. And they were saying that there are mechanisms that they are now trying to understand about stress and how stress can actually it's always been like an old sort of like wives tale. But the idea that stress can cause you to go gray, that whole idea of like you're so shocked, your hair went gray, like that kind of thing. And they're like, first off, totally true. That is accurate. It can happen. It is 100 percent true. However, they have, as they studied, determined that based on all the information and all the like fine microscopic looks into hair, they were like, Oh, guess what? Turns out that the aging of humans is not a linear thing, right? It's a fixed biological process. Sure. But because it's a process, it can possibly be halted or even temporarily reversed. And they're studying the fact that like, turns out if you are, for example, stressed about something and you get gray hair, you can reverse that effect. And sure. A 70-year-old person is going to have a harder time reversing that effect than, say, a 10-year-old person. But the idea is, 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 you know, (laughs) you reduce the stress levels, you change, you know, your life, and you can reverse that process. And it's fascinating to see that they're now studying this. Like losing weight? I mean, here's they say, like, losing weight, for example, is a stressor, which is why people who lose a lot of weight lose their hair often. Right. Like they lose hair or people God who damn it. So like because your body's <laughs> like, you know, it depends on how fast you're losing it. Right. Like if you're a great example is people who get bariatric surgery, they lose a lot of weight very quickly, but they also lose hair. Like that's one of the side effects is they just like because their body is like, oh, no. And so it goes. I think, it goes don't um, new new moms also go through that a lot of the time after having a baby. They lose a lot of hair in their postpartum. Yeah. There's there's it's essentially just like stress on your body. There's so much stress and your body's just dealing with it. And so they had a study where these participants wrote in a stress diary about their levels of stress and they compared the color data from their hair and basically long periods of stress increased gray and short no periods of stress like the gray decreased. And they could see that there was sort of like, you know, in guys like beards, for example, or in their hair, they could see that like, sure, there were grays, but like the gray in the gray, like, like went away a little bit. And so it's fascinating. So they were like, look, obviously the older you get, the body has a harder time doing this stuff. But based on like the mathematical models, there's like a threshold that you need to reach before you know, all the biological factors and things push you over that threshold and just like force it to happen. But like for most people, if you're in your like thirties or, or, you know, we have friends who are when they were 20 something started graying and they're like, yeah, no, that can be reversed. You are young enough that you can literally stop that from happening. If you just like 
I don't know, take a week off. <laughs> like that's like that's what they're trying to like calm it down a hot minute and think about yourself before you think about like all the other things in your life. And so that's, that's kind of medical news for not YouTubers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah no shit. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, cool. Another really body cool. factoid I had no idea about. It's crazy that we're still learning such integral things about our own bodies and how they work like this far in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mike, Uh, what do you got? So I stumbled across a story thanks to a thread on uh, Best of Next Door, which is one of my favorite Twitter accounts, but talking about uh, The Watcher. And this was an incident that started in 2015 in a town called Westfield, New Jersey, where this family bought this expensive house in an upscale neighborhood and started to move in and uh, within days got a strange letter addressed to the new owner that read, Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you how did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Did he write? Ha 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 ha! But this began a years-long campaign of harassment by this person that only called themselves the Watcher, and the the people in this house spent just as long trying to figure out who this was. Like it wasn't they they eliminated like the other people who would bid on the house because they'd like backed out voluntarily. They thought, okay, well we have these neighbors next door that have this son with a history of mental illness. Maybe it's them. But they they maintained their innocence and uh, it could be other neighbors. Uh, Some of the neighbors started to think like, well, these people are clearly making up this story themselves for attention. And and that became like a narrative. And and, uh, it ended up like years later that the family like didn't feel safe living there. So they ended up like renting out the house and the renters say like, yeah, we still get creepy letters sometimes and you know we we made uh, the owners put up cameras all over the place just in case anyone tries to come here but it was like this this family under constant threat with these cryptic notes coming through and like it's a it's an unsolved mystery and so i read about this on uh thecut.com it's it's a pretty fun read the haunting of a dream house and uh one thing that raised my hackles up just the slightest bit was that one of the suspects, so police staked it out for a while, and they saw this this car idling out in front of the house for too long. And so they went and talked to the driver, and she said, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm just uh, the girlfriend of a guy who lives nearby. But, you know, he plays a lot of really disturbing video games, including one in which you play as a character named The Watcher. Like, what? Oh. I don't think, I, I think she misremembered The Witcher. Honestly. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, The Watcher? What game? Yeah. Are you I don't, I can't think in? of any. But yeah, me either. But yeah, it's, I can think of as the Marvel characters. And it kind of it kind of made my blood boil a little bit reading this. Like, to be for anyone to be treated this way, I think, like, if it were mm. me, because there was reports of like stuff on the front lawn had been vandalized, like, I would probably just sit there all night in the darkened windows of the house and just stare out at the front and wait for someone to come. And then, uh, 
reading down further, it's like, oh, yeah, the father did that. And then he got a note saying, like, I, I saw you staring out at the lawn all night. Like, binoculars and telescopes are wonderful inventions. What the <laughs> so it's just, uh, um, if I was living in the A, I, I think I'd be I'd be horrified, yeah. but also extremely mad. Yeah, <laughs> I would be kind of excited. I think at first, I think yeah. would probably- <laughs> all, all the stuff about like, do you know what's in the walls? Yeah, and, like That's so classical. Yeah. Like, yeah, and they ha- they apparently had someone like an inspector come and check it out. And it's like, no, it's just you know not much insulation. That's the only thing that's wrong with the walls here. The watcher's like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you found where I tore out all your insulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is freaking weird. It's I, bizarre. I, uh, that reminds me of uh, the Circleville uh, letters, uh, which was it turned out to I forget what it ended up being in the end. Who, who wrote the letters? I don't know that they ever came to, to the end of the situation, but it was like this guy was like trying to shame somebody for cheating and then like put a gun in a mailbox or something to like try and take someone out one time with a road sign. It's, it's crazy. Like people do that. Like I like people are it, fucking that, crazy as, as unbelievable as that story sounds. It, it is a real thing. That is so insane. Yeah. That's the watcher well, too. God, yeah, that's a yeah. cool fucking name man, though. I do like the name. And it's just all like this, all this weird, creepy stuff about like, have you brought the new blood? As I asked, the house is mine. It <laughs> responds to my orders. Professor and like nothing ever happened. Energy. Yeah. Wild. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for joining oh, us once again here. Thank you for letting the, me uh, chill mini. Yeah, no, it's, it was great to have you. As uh, Alex said, you have such a crisp voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it goes a long way. Um, people can find you at uh, once again, video game apocalypse and the laser time podcast. Yes. Correct? Yes. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at wiki That's W I K I P A R A Z. And we'll be back next week with another chill mini for all you wonderful patrons. Thank you all so much for the support. We love you. Goodbye. Peace. Bye. Hello, my little Chiluminauts. And welcome. Ooh. The chill mini something. 50, 57? I want to say it's 57. Might be 58. Hell yeah. I don't yeah. know. I can't believe we have 50 fucking seven, eight weeks of chill minis already at this what point. What a bounty. It must it be. It is a bounty. To log on to patreon.com slash pod and see all those and if you're watching this on YouTube, there's been a hundred by now or something. Yeah, I don't we know. Must be at a hundred at that point by the time this hits YouTube. The value um, is unbelievable, unmatched, <laughs> unmatched anywhere. Uh, today's minisode, boys. I don't know what you brought, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it right out the gate. I don't know if you've realized today, at the time of this recording, is July 18th, 2021. No aliens have landed. Oh, I've realized. But here's what I'll say. It is only 8.09 p.m. where I live. <laughs> okay. Uh, and in Hawaii, it's only post, 5 o'clock. The throwaway alien post that we covered multiple times, pretty in-depth, um, that predicted that on July 18th, uh, 2021, that the uh, extraterrestrials would make significant contact with humanity it has not occurred. Unless, <laughs> there was there a guarantee that everybody would know? Well, do remember that in typical hoax-like fashion, uh, the last post he made a few months back really kind of went back on everything he promised in the first post seven years prior and established plenty of outs for, so if something, nothing happened, well, maybe something happened between aliens and the government, and we don't know because it's not time for us to know yet. However, significant contact between aliens and the government has happened in a way that hasn't happened before. That's what people right now on the throwaway alien subreddit are saying, because... It's really hard for some of these people to swallow that nothing is happening. 
welcome. I'm 35 years old. I've been an alien since as far as I can remember. Get used to this flavor of disappointment, everybody. This is what it's like to be a UFO enthusiast. It's almost enthusiast. like it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's like that game are, on PSN that, that came out and everybody thought it was a new Kojima game. And then there's like a whole subreddit about it. And then they were just the like, blue bottle one. Yeah, yeah. The blue bottle thing. Yeah. 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 I, yep. That was not, that was like a couple weeks ago, dude. That yeah. was not even that long ago. Um, yeah. So unfortunately the subreddit ended up growing really, really big over the past few months. People were fucking hyped for this shit. A good, I would even say a majority of them are, were, were, good natured, uh, like excited where they're like, I don't think anything's going to happen, but this is super fun. And what if, and that's really enjoyable. <clears throat> that's like kind of like the, the vibe over there for the most part, but there's still a good number of people over there who are either saying that they keep the one, the one piece of evidence they keep going to is that apparently about 20 hours or so ago, their meteor activity in the sky was insane. There's like an official meteor, like measuring thing you can check out online Apparently it was nuts and a really big one came through one that people quote unquote, and this is people on Reddit, mind you have never seen before. Um, and so there's a lot of people who believe that maybe some sort of contact has been made between the world governments and aliens tonight. Um, however, we unfortunately do not get to see the fruits of that labor. Other people are saying he meant tomorrow, not today. Don't know why that's the case. I don't know why people believe that, oh my but God, it this is, is the, case. the exact same thing as our last episode. No, it's not. It is they're not trying to take your belongings and then kill you at the end. But the same <laughs> fundamental, like, all right, so the world didn't end, but like it is. It, it is though. It's going that to happened. Know. In, that happened uh, with in 2012 too. Remember that? Remember that guy? Yes, and that was dumb then too. 2010 was also another a world-ending year. 2000, we were all supposed to get Robo killed. Yeah. That didn't happen. 2020, yeah. we were all going to die of that virus, remember? And then that went oh, away completely. There's out. no more virus. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's very similar. There's, I mean, it's not as lethal or dangerous, obviously, as something like that. But it's the same kind of mentality that kind of transfers over to people wanting something to happen. The problem Don't is, get me wrong. The, the problem there's is a, discussion, there's a part of me. Discussion blossoms. Piece of hope. Yeah, exactly. That's it's, the it's problem. People take yeah. it and they run with it. And then it's like, you know, it's like Smash Bros where they're like, if I don't get Minecraft, Goku, Halo, Doom Guy, I'm going to be pissed because that's what I'm owed. <laughs> Doom Guy. Oh, those people are fun. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, it, I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying I was expecting it, but of course I had a sliver of like, what if? And like, I was, you know, hoping that maybe something would happen. It didn't. It never fucking does. Even when something from the government is supposed to come out, a report, the r report literally is a bunch of nothing. Uh, well, listen, if rough. there's a patron from Hawaii, okay, and you're listening to this, just let us know how it went down. You know, the last <laughs> couple hours of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> we still got, we still have seven hours in Hawaii for it to be today. Okay. So, you know, let us know. Let us know if you're out there. Like, let what us know what tomorrow? happens with aliens. Or next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, what, what if it was August? You never know. The cosmic calendar is different. You know what I mean? Maybe like he's gonna. Maybe the aliens are gonna come down when Trump gets back and walks back into office. And yeah, I'll uh, be like hand in hand. Twenty twenty one, hand in hand together. Yeah, <laughs> Trump in a gray walking up the White House lawn. <laughs> His new vice president, Mort. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's all I got today because I just wanted to talk about it a little bit and kind of like the 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 vibe over in those who were really expecting something to happen and stuff. I'm not surprised if you're new to UFO excitement. Genuinely. Enjoy the taste in your mouth in this moment. This is the taste of UFO. This fandom. is the taste of fandom. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> Bad wording, actually, now that he mentioned it. But oh, well. I All liked right, it. That's I thought it. it was fun. 
Ew. Who's uh, taking it? Okay, so I have an article uh, from the Adirondack Daily Enterprise. It's a New York newspaper about the Adirondack region uh, area, St. Lawrence County. Shout outs to New York. Uh, apparently, this is from a couple of weeks ago. Apparently, in 2020, there were 113 sightings of Bigfoot reported in New York alone. Nice. Uh, the New York Bigfoot. Yeah. I mean, they got, you know, you're, you'd be surprised how much rural area there is. Everybody oh, thinks yeah. of New York and they think of Manhattan. Uh, they don't think about how Spider-Man couldn't even get around most of New York because yeah, there's so I'm many trees. Here, yeah. Says Bigfoot I'm as swinging he tries to cross here. I'm swinging here, says Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But there's a little bit of uh, Bigfoot fever. Uh, I'm going to take you guys to Messina. I apologize. I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm not up on the Adirondack uh, like regional names. I apologize. Uh, But I I got a bunch of quotes. This is a quote. Uh, This guy, Michael Gaymond, was driving home on County Route 37, 1130 p.m. June 20th. Uh, Here's a quote from him. Something bipedal ran across the road within 50 feet of my car. This thing was extremely fast. I was going 60. It crossed the road from right to left in less than a second. It was not a deer. I've seen plenty of deer. This thing was brown or gray, shaggy, and had arms and legs that moved in a circular motion. I don't know exactly what that means. I'm picturing like... A, like a rodeo clown falling through the air kind of vibe <laughs> in terms of circular motion. I don't know exactly what that means, um, but apparently he posted on his Facebook. He posted that story on his Facebook and that made other like he posted that. And then he heard from other people in the area who have had Bigfoot sightings is another one from a guy named Eric Lazan. That's not spelled how you think it is. Eric is spelled A-R-I-C. He said, I lived there in 2011 and I started walking my dog outside at night around 830. The woods at the back of my house went on for miles and miles. I was out there a couple nights and I kept hearing a loud screaming noise. It sounded like nothing I've ever heard before in my life. It sounds like a mix between an elephant and a bear it goes right through you. It's deafening. Uh, and uh, so he I guess he lived in a place called Louisville. Louisville? Yeah, I don't know if it's Louisville Slugger. I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if it's the same Louisville. Maybe it's Louisville, New York. I'm not sure. Louisville, maybe is how they call it in New York. I'm not sure. But he lived there from 2011 to 2015. He wasn't a Bigfoot believer. Uh, but here's another quote from him. He said the summer of 2013 was when it started getting really bad. Every night I would have company over. And every time we were outside, we would hear this thing screaming. One day I came home from work at 8 a.m. and my neighbors were all outside. And while I was at work, one of them ran through my yard and destroyed my birdhouse. There were big footprints in my whole yard and hair stuck in my fence. Uh, what which, year was this? That was in 2013. He has no pictures. No, he wasn't there. He oh, he got didn't he home. pictures of them though, like of the damage. He got home. I don't. I I don't have it here. Uh, if, oh, he, okay. if he posted it, but he got home from work in the morning after working like a late shift, and he found his whole neighborhood in a in an uproar over it. Um, and so there's a place called Seaway Valley Bigfoot Research uh, that has a guy called Dean Gleason who that guy reached out to uh, after the recurring incidents and they did a week long investigation. Uh, The DEC came with him and they all went back into the woods. I don't know what the DEC is. I'm not sure what the DEC is. Disney extended cut. I don't know. 
the director of everything cool, maybe from the, <laughs> from the Bigfoot research center. Uh, they all went back to the woods around 3 a.m. They were doing tree knocks and the thing was doing tree knocks back. One of them Ooh. threw a rock into the brush and a minute later, something threw the rock back at them and let out a huge roar. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and then that guy Gleason began, uh, turns out that guy, he began it because he wanted to have sort of like a UFO style service for people to report their Bigfoot sightings to. And then we got a quote from that guy Gleason who says, I've been doing Bigfoot research for quite a number of years. I've had six sightings in this area. I used to have a Sasquatch sticker on my Jeep and I had 40 to 50 people come up to me throughout the community and tell me their stories. A lot of people think Bigfoot research is a big joke. People laugh at me. Some of my own family doesn't even believe me. Um, but after doing it for 10 years, he believes the animals are harmless and less provoked. He says, I don't want any of them to get hurt or people trying to find them and mess with them. I really feel they don't bother people unless they're provoked. I've only ever had one get aggressive with me. I've only ever had one get aggressive with me. I've been in the woods with a lot of them and they've always left me alone. The United States has a lot of habitat for them. They're a worldwide phenomenon. Every country has a belief in an, in an animal like this. There's a lot of credible evidence. And as DNA technology advances, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. So there you have it. And there's a picture. The one picture that is there is of Gleason. And he's got a what he says is a plaster cast of a Bigfoot footprint, though. I will admit if I'm going to link you guys this right now, I will admit it just looks like a slightly foot shaped piece of earth. <laughs> I don't know. What to, <laughs> OK, I don't Let's know. What take to, a look at this thing. I don't know what to tell you. That's the one picture mm. that comes with this piece. Yeah, he looks confused that a camera's pointing in his direction in the picture. And I can't, it just looks like a hunk of fucking dirt to me. I can yeah. see like it's slightly oval shaped like a foot is. Yeah, I wonder if there's just like a rear window syndrome for people in the woods and COVID where they're just like, something's out there. I'm here, I'm home all the time. So now all the things that I'm not used to hearing, they're out there. Yeah, maybe. I'm, oh yeah, and here's. Okay, no, ahead, I'm like, Justin. I'm blown away. So I did, I had a deep dive because I was like, is it Louisville or Louisville? It's Louisville. Um, what's crazy is that Louisville is straight up minutes from Canada. Like, I was like, where is this in upstate New York? Where is this at? It is like, <laughs> you're an hour away from Ottawa, it looks like. Like, this is, and mm. I guess Montreal as well. It's like right in the middle. It's wild. It is as far north as New York can go. That's I, wild. It is in the, love, it is in the forest. I love that I, environment for Bigfoot, the snowy giant tree vibe. Right? Let me give you, I'm going to ta tack on a little bit more, uh, Alice, because Bigfoot has also been seen recently, and this comes from July 13th, out in Michigan. There's video of him crossing a river. Dude, I saw that. I saw that footage. Uh, yeah, send that to me. Yeah, there you go. It's in the. It, it's linked at the time. It should share you at the time when you can start seeing yeah, the Bigfoot. I saw the this. I. I. This looks honestly. This is like as good as the freaking like, you know, uh, Patterson Gimlin film to me. I can see that little. It looks like a Bigfoot carrying a baby. Huh. Like a baby see, monkey yeah. on his on his shoulder. Yeah, and it's got orange fur, more orangutan-y looking. At least in this video. Yeah, like me, which I like. You know, like I feel yeah, yeah, like represent representation matters. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this comes from. I don't know. Just looks like uh, just a person week. to me, which is exactly what a Sasquatch would look like from a distance. Jesse. A person, yeah, because they're the missing link. I don't know. It's like a person. It, if it is a person, it's a person who seems to have some kind of other person climbing on their shoulder, and they seem to be wading waist deep through a river. So I don't know. 
Yeah, it's all. It's, I mean, and we'll see. This uh, one's the mi- it's called Michigan Bigfoot Video Crossing Cass River is the YouTube oh, video. This looks like a look guy. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Bigfoot kind of looks like a guy. You know, I it's don't like know. Uh, it's one of those things. <laughs> Sweet. Jesse, yo, I want to talk about something that I've been hearing all week and has made no sense to me. So I actually I looked it up. So okay. I kept seeing uh, news articles about moon wobble. Yeah, oh, dude, okay. this is and it fucked, sounds dude. it sounds incredibly like moon wobble. Time out. What? Like when I first there was like the moon wobble, I was like, hold on, is this what does this mean? Um, so just like you know, little backstory, the moon. Uh, since I, I think it was like since seventeen twenty something when we first documented it, the moon has a wobble period where that you know because it's in orbit and orbit isn't it like gets a, closer and farther. Yeah, yeah, like has a wobble, and it's basically every eighteen years or so, every eighteen to nineteen years, the moon has a wobble. And that affects tides on Earth. Obviously, everyone understands that the moon affects tides. And as it goes around the planet, it doesn't go around us in a perfect circle, right? It, it, it Just like we don't go around the sun in a perfect circle. And so the moon, as it, you know, moves in and out and all the different things, tides change. And so what happens is that the wobble of the moon affects the amount of tidal change. And so what is going to happen According to scientists, uh, in 2030s, during that decade of the 2030s, so 10 years from now, it's going to be brutal, guys. The wobble will be bad to the point where normally if like a tide rises six or seven feet, it's going to be like 10, 20. And so they're like global warming (laughs) is really messing with all this. Yeah, it'll be like the first time the ocean is already high when it's wobble time. Yes. And so basically they're very, very worried and they're like, yo, hey, do you see this thing that's happening right now in Germany and Belgium? where like the streets are covered in water. Yeah, that's going to be like coastal cities everywhere. So you should be prepared. We as a like they were talking about Florida in this article. They're like, hey, in Florida, you know, get ready if you're, say, in Louisiana. Maybe get a little prepared. Like, so basically everywhere that has a coastal city, they are warning. Hey, look, I know it's not a thing right now, but roughly a decade from now, it's going to be very, very bad. The lunar cycle is expected to get crazy during that time. The wobble will be bad. And so they said there's going to be like nuisance floods or, you know, just like even sunny day floods where like there isn't even rain. There's no other source of water. It's just the tide rises in an unpredictable way. And suddenly a thing that would not flow before is now flooded and there's nothing you can really do about it because no one was expecting it. And so they were saying that like, you know, we are predicting an exponential amount of flood. And um, so a great example is that in 2019, there were over 600 floods that were reported in the U.S. And the projection wise is like it's going to be way worse than that. Like just we're talking multiples worse than that. And uh, oh, that's you know something to consider and think about that. While the rest of the the you know solar system and planet and it's doing its own thing, and we're just like adding to it you know stuff can get bad already without us being around every time someone talks about solar flares and things it's like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. solar flares like that can happen 
but like we're definitely not helping <laughs> so no, no no we are not yeah. and and i and uh, yeah it's one of those things it reminds where, me of that it reminds me of that clip of ben shapiro where he's like i don't understand why it's such a big deal if you that, that's gonna happen you're just gonna sell your homes and move away and uh, somebody somebody was him. like to who ben who sell your home to who who would buy that <laughs> yeah, fucking house you? bro yeah Who's going to move into my flooded home where nobody's allowed to live anymore? You fucking and, and it's it's definitely one of those things where the <laughs> problem and this is why I think it's it's a huge thing is everyone's solution is like, hey, recycle, get an electric car. But it's like this is governmental change yeah. that needs to happen. There needs to be like corporate change. Like, you know, as much as you want to recycle at the end of the day, the major pollution things are not like you and I. This is this is going to happen we're not going to figure out a way to lower the sea level yeah that's yeah. not in the cards. can't do that. this this is already going to happen so get ready as time goes on for a lot more things that are just going to happen uh if we don't buckle down and make this a priority in our lives yeah what's messed up is we will buckle down once it's already too bad <laughs> once stuff is horrible yep. then we'll be like we really need to fight the change on this it's what people do all the time no cut one to is a super ever out cut there of like, like floods and tsunamis from all before this year yeah yeah yep. i mean like it's no one's ever out there like man i really need to cut back on eating burgers before they're fat <laughs> you know like it's one of those no one ever does that like humanity we're just that's who we are. We're like, oh, man, I really should, you know, start walking more. <laughs> it's like, oh, you could have done that already. But like, all right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We, uh, you know, something gets done. But be ready. Like Jesse said, just be fucking yeah, I mean, ready. It is Alex, like Alex pointed out. It's going to happen. Like this isn't yep. uh, this isn't like a, we, a hi hypothesis. They know there's a cycle and they know that we're coming up on another one of these cycles and that's just like it's what's gonna happen and it's gonna be a rough decade the 2030s for at least water who knows what else is gonna happen but at least for water <laughs> levels in the 2030s it's gonna be rough water water's gonna be a problem in a lot of ways let's put it that Yop. way so get ready for that and fucking uh you know take care of the goddamn planet however you can I, you yeah. know, it sounds like it's like one sided political rhetoric coming from one side of the political spectrum. But this is like it's not like there's two separate earths, bros. Got to figure this shit out. It's not no. like yeah. <laughs> only one home if right now. The house is on fire. If you're bro, like, like we got to put that shit out. Capitalist capitalist is like, I got to make money any way I can. I don't care if I burn down the trees. Eventually, this will affect your bottom dollar. Just put it out there. Like you'd be a fool not to be concerned about the environment because eventually like no one can drive your car if the road is water. <laughs> you know your money's not going to do any good if the stores are flooded yeah like, yeah. yeah wild anyway on that note take care of the planet everybody yeah. we'll be back next week and each other a, and each other and each other love one another be good to each other and we'll see you next week goodbye peace anyway me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night enjoying ourselves I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, Holy shit, get out here! So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky. 